go. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Just to break the fucking fourth wall or whatever it is, we've tried to do this about ten times. We're a wee bit fucking steaming, and James just keeps singing different Christmas songs. Wait, 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 wait. Honestly, I've got it. I've got it. All right. <laughs> fucking hell, that banger, eh? <laughs> Stop making noises. I've got an intro. I've got an intro. What's that? Look at my spiral. No, it's a fucking Robin. Oh, right, a Robin. It's a Robin, because right. Robin... You're, you're ruining it. I'm singing to Baby Jesus. I know. We don't want us to think about Baby Jesus at this time of year. We want you, to think you're Auntie Bethlehem. That's what you are. I'm Auntie Bethlehem. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. never, never had the nativity back then. No, no. This is a disaster. <laughs> this we've is got, a shambles. We've got Robin... Coming up, and we recorded this fucking podcast ages ago. It might be shite, but there's going to be some fun parts. So enjoy it, because we're on holiday. And, uh... The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy. This is the podcast. Do you know what happened there was uh, I started a statement that I didn't want to exactly answer so i played the intro just to create a bit of tension in these fuckers because i didn't put on mic up nah. i just started talking the whole time and then when i did put on mic up they're like that. yeah one job button man push the buttons fucking correctly start again do the fucking buttons no you're not doing the buttons was that the actual intro shit intro who sang that push the button was that sugar babes the following podcast <laughs> I really like the sugar babes <laughs> talking shit <laughs> 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 my finger is now, on the button yeah. that's a fuck it <laughs> alright this no, no. is becoming a recurring theme for this podcast <laughs> no no podcast. no we'll, we'll start <laughs> we'll, we'll, again, I'll be quiet right, I was ready. close to singing there no you weren't <laughs> <laughs> right let's do this the following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers as you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So, get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. Alright guys, you haven't lived your life until you've seen staples, right, being removed from your open wound in, in your leg and then your whole leg fucking splits open. And I know that's a weird way to start the podcast and I'm sorry for that, but genuinely, this happened to me, I was at the doctor's the other day, getting some staples taken out of my knee, they took them out and they, it was meant to be healed, it was meant to be a scar, a nice scar that, you know, would be with me forever, instead, my fucking leg opened up probably 10 centimetres, it was like the fucking worst thing I've ever seen in my life, honestly, it's given me nightmare, I, I dreamt about it the other night, happening again, and then I woke up, and then I went up to sleep again, and my knee opened again, it was just fucking mental, it's fucking ridiculous all i got from that sentence was i haven't lived because that hasn't happened therefore i'm not in existence no you're not alive you're not even real <laughs> with your two real knees no seriously honestly like have you no, how are you mate how are you because i know that um by the time this goes out you might be fucking you know doing some sort of yoga squatting yeah. Yeah. Your amazing new knee yeah using my horse knees to their like horse racy advantages no I'm, I'm winning knee man of the universe <laughs> <laughs> but that, that sounds horrible were you meant to rhyme with he-man there <laughs> I fucking Maybe. love that eh? I love that I'm now knee man no I'm, 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 I'm healing but I've, I've got a fucking basically like this big weird open wound on my leg that's held it together with like 
shit stitches, like the ones that they give you when they're like, ah, oh, you still need stitches. Have these real shit ones. Butterfly stitches. Yeah, uh, butterfly stitches. Yeah, they're they're rubbish. Like I'm 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 mending, but it's slow and fucking annoying. Yeah. Mate, what you just mentioned there about the staples is my worst nightmare. And I know you would have probably been unconscious when they did that, but some cunt just stapling <laughs> your fucking knee. Just using together. office supplies, eh, yeah. to fucking fix a major dum, surgery. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we are joined by Robin <laughs> Does Yoga again. She was on an amazing podcast that we did a while back, and we thought we'd bring her back for a woman's perspective. And she just had great banter on chat. Off, off air, obviously, not, obviously. not on that podcast. Uh, she was rubbish on air. One of the amazing things that happened in that initial meetup when we did it was Robin turned around to us and went, you know, I've, I've just discovered that the internet is actually as big as it is in the past couple of years. <laughs> the thing was that, that really caught me from that is like, she missed, I guess, 2000 to maybe 2007 and you never heard about chat roulette, had you? No, I've never heard and I want educated. <laughs> so yeah, you've never heard of it. Just off the name chat roulette, what do you think it is? <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds sexual. That's not. There's <laughs> nothing about the chat roulette. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Basically, it's what happens is you turn your webcam on, right? Everyone's head went from like left to right, and like. Mm. Funnily enough, <laughs> everyone's head is Are what you done? see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you put your yes. webcam on, it shows you, and then you press next, and it will show you another person from around the world. The problem is. It's meant to be this way to meet new people and get new friends from the other side of the world and experience cultures. Basically, every time you press next, it was just another dude masturbating and like you could always see his nah, penis. No, no, no. To give it give it its due, there was maybe three or four people and you laughed and you're like, hey, you're from fucking Colorado, I'm from Glasgow. And then they got bored of you very quickly. And the next <laughs> thing was, mate, that is a phenomenal penis. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, mate. I would... I would probably showcase that on something like this as well were you telling them that like yeah, of course was like, wow fuck you're stroking their one. ego while they're stroking That's something else head on that. <laughs> i have a question so did you interact like were you able to like did you type things or nah, nah, we no we all just, just started getting our opinions <laughs> right, okay. it's all a mutual masturbation situation well on <laughs> the other side of the world it's digital it doesn't count it's <laughs> no no don't have to tell anyone about this nah there was some positive chat roulette was actually quite funny and it was exclusively used by drunk people and maybe Americans who are the most open people in the world. It was always Americans on it. Drunk like, people in perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's the internet still. Like that's what set the internet up. <laughs> there was an amazing video, and I wish I'd had the time to prep the audio. But a guy called Ben Elton was it Ben Elton? I'm, I'm looking at my bouncer to it because he's the guy that most experienced it. And he would, he went on with a piano, right? And everyone that came up, he would just improvise things like, "What's up, chilling on chat roulette." That doesn't sound like Ben Elton thing. Ben Elton wrote Black Adder. He's too old for chat roulette. Tim, no, Tim Mention. No, no, it was David O'Docherty. Um, it's definitely not Ben Elton. You guys talk about that's not Ben Elton. Like he's like a famous yeah, person. Exactly. <laughs> it's from Don't someone from New Zealand. Hundred percent not Ben <laughs> Elton. I'm, I'm going to get a clip of this right. So you guys keep talking. Give me two seconds. I, I would guess that either David O'Doherty or Tim Minchin. Yeah. So can I have a question? I have a question. What was the purpose of chat relay? Was it literally just to? interact with people all over the world i think it was meant to build relationships worldwide and you Why? know broaden horizons just because just just don't read too deep into <laughs> it like, but basically it was like if you had a great penis stroke it and yes. you know but you could skip people at any time and i always got really offended if you were going oh i'm from new zealand how's it going oh you're in 
Toronto, crazy, I don't know where that is. And they'd skip you and you're like, oh, fuck, what's wrong with me? Like, it was like the ultimate, like, it was just being, like, dumped every second time. And then, like, you ended up enjoying the people that were just masturbating because they wouldn't skip you because their hands were full. Because they always had, apparently, great penises, which James used to tell Would them. you skip it once they've came? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, or do you just watch them and then that, but, <laughs> do yeah. they do they cry afterwards? Are you just watching them? If you were, if so, I don't, I don't even know the question. The, I was going to ask. You know Robin. the question. Just please don't answer. <laughs> it. Let me let me ask you this, right? Whilst I find this guy, and it's Ben Folds, I think it was, yeah, and I want to get a clip if I can. Have you guys, all of you, including you, Robin, mm-hmm. have you ever masturbated on camera for someone else? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm comfortable talking about this <laughs> this conversation. It wasn't on chat, really. Huh. Right, talk us through it. <laughs> I don't really want to. Eh? Um, Did uh, you basically, s- I was in a long to a long distance relationship in the past, and that person started doing things on Skype, and I was like, "Well, I'm not just going to sit here and like, you know, it's rude to not do the same things back." Like, <laughs> Did you? Everyone's looking at me, just like, "Don't say a word." And I'm like, "Please, let's just." Oh no, please let's, do. Let's Did you recall the angles to make it look bigger? I'm going to. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. Uh, I well, maybe I did. I don't know. You start closer to the junk, obviously, um, but it's all in scale. People know. They know Let, the tricks. Let's not judge. This is completely normal. Just because you guys haven't done mm-hmm. it, it's it's so normal. Let's not judge. Fair play. I have got. I've got Ben Folds, and I'm hoping that I have a, a decent clip so you guys can hear. But this was, to me, one of the first, other than Charlie the Unicorn, this is one of my first experiences with viral videos on YouTube. But you're talking about not understanding the internet. <laughs> this, to me, is when viral became a thing. So this guy's just playing a piano, and a guy pops up just lying down. Dude in a white tank top, leaning his head on his hand. You probably need the visuals. Semi-Italian looking. Just like his parents had planned. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all improv, all improv, and he's just fucking going for it. And it was the biggest viral. Like, I don't have headphones on. By going for it, are you saying masturbating? <laughs> yeah, no, basically. The guy sitting on the piano, right? There's a guy just, and this is negating. so he's a penis. Uh, oh. is that a penis Anyways, joke? I'll show you guys it afterwards, but it's the funniest thing. And anyone that's listening, go and type in chat relate funny piano improv. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, you have it, to because no it wasn't penises. funny from that day. Like, <laughs> the funniest part was when Danny said, Was it a pianist? Kind yeah. of made it sound like the word penis. I just defended you on the whole masturbation thing. Ah, no, it was, no, it was comrades uh, and arms. Uh, and all that, you know? Sorry, mate. Uh, it was good. Heaps funny. Enjoyed it. Hey, Would so, Robin. Watch again. Hold on. Sorry. Have you? If I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Of have, course, I'm a fucking guy, yeah. <laughs> what, have, so you've masturbated in front Never of... Never to completion. Oh, no, no, neither, neither. No, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll stick yeah. to that. Never. Well, and I've also... <laughs> I've never... I've got chest tattoos and arm tattoos. I've always hidden them. So I've always kind of gone like the other... Uh, I don't want any distinguishing photos out yeah. there. Unidentifiable. Yeah, I was and like... I could experience everything, don't you, in life? And that's that's one of them yep. in the well, digital age. Yeah, so I've never, I've never done that, but I've sent pictures go on (laughs) (laughs) that's all all we'll talk about right robin oh yeah you didn't understand that the internet was a big thing Mm -hmm. until what 2014 (laughs) 15 no wait okay so like this is taken out of context i think i've been very much like in a bubble with the internet and i don't think i've ever really been as open to things that happened on it like so social media were you you all over social media so i'm on instagram 
I had a Bebo. I can't find it though. Everyone else can find their Bebo. No, Bebo's yeah, fucked. Can, Nobody can't can find, find it. I think you need to apply for it. I wanted to find my Bebo. I wanted to retrieve it, but I couldn't find mine either. Had MySpace. Right. Liked that better. Because of the music. Yeah, and I was a bit of an emo. Who wasn't? Who was your emo band? Uh, my Chemical Romance. Oh, nice, that's like nice. softcore emo, though, isn't it? It's not real emo. All American Rejects. Oh, my God. You're yeah. getting even more yeah. softcore emo. Just naming yeah. bands that I've seen, like, more than once. <laughs> yeah. Like, recently as well. you like, actively uh, looking for be them. fair, I've seen All American Rejects at, uh, in Orlando two years ago. Do you know, do you remember what I done when you watched All American Rejects in Orlando? You went to see a... I queued up to go in the Minions ride. Ah, you did. All American Rejects. going to see more All American Rejects. I've seen All American Rejects three times. Once at the QMU, once at the Barrowlands, and once in Orlando. And I fucking love them. They've got an amazing. I'm I'm way more emo than I would like to admit. I, I saw them at Barrowlands as well, actually. What in 2007 or something? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that gig. Fist yes. bomb. Let's do it. Let's I don't do it like. You guys are so passionate about this weird band. I. I do not for the life of me have a clue what they fucking sing. Like, is it, I'll keep they, you my dirty little secret. I'm not singing. I why don't not? sing. You don't sing. Let's no. come back to that. But like, <laughs> why do you care about that band that? Sings that that song is fucking rubbish. The, the minion fucking hell me so sing <laughs> that I know the song. And do they sing that? Hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives you hell. Oh my god! How are you saying that? Isn't an emo like a proper movement? You guys are just going. Oh, it's pop punk. To be fair, they were kind of pop punky. Yeah. More emo like Coheed and Canberra. The used and all that to me were quite emo. Oh, Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere with these guys with this. It's when chat. you started going to the cat house, basically. Uh, I didn't really go Did to you not? Mm, I Nah, I see my thing, <laughs> my thing about being emo and the, the big man in the corner, the bouncer, Stuart, will be able to attest to this. When I was emo, I was also in a Scottish hip-hop band. That's a <laughs> weird thing for an I'm emo I'm living a gangster do, emo life at the exact same time. This fucking fringe going over my eyes and I'm talking about fucking gangster shit. It was, it was a very odd time but in my that's, life. But that's a nice thing about kind of subculture as you think back to I don't know punk in the 70s and even like New Rave and Acid House in the 90s now it's all kind of amalgamated so you were doing like hip hop while she would also be in an emo and you look back at periods like that and you look you watch a documentary about punk for example and go oh, fuck that would have been amazing I'd love to have done that you look at kind of Rave and Acid House and go fuck it would have been so good to take pills and be in a farm somewhere and actually wasn't the best of times. You think, well, it's better now that we're all kind of amalgamated into one and we can enjoy everything at the same time together and not be kind of divided by our musical choices. <laughs> that, but that that's just being older, I think, when you're younger. No, that's, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. It's kind of, because with the exception of maybe Britpop for you and I. What that's, the fuck is Britpop? Britpop was when like Oasis, Blur, oh, Pulp, Brit, Sorry, I thought you said Britpop, Britpop like hip-hop. but That's Brit. the only kind of youth subcultural movement we've yeah. ever experienced in our lifetimes. Back in like the 60s and 70s with the hippie movement, it was like a definitive us and them thing. Whereas now, because maybe Spotify and piracy, we can well, access so much music us and them. Well, if you were a hippie, could you necessarily be a punk? It's two completely different ideologies. Mods and right. rockers. Mods right. and rockers was all. It was tribal essentially. Yeah. And Matt, see, I I disagree though from the standpoint of where I was, just this little white middle, well, middle to lower class guy from Glasgow who dabbled in hip hop from a perspective of performance and then liked other music. I reckon if you are in America and Atlanta and you are a hip hop supporter and you tried to fucking go to a Cahid and Cambria gig, then people would slaughter you. 
I think there's still that division in certain aspects of society. I get what you're saying. There's more acceptance in certain areas, but there are still divisions in certain areas in the world as well. I thought this um this whole subject, and I thought it was a wee bit taboo. You being a rapper, like you've you've slightly mentioned it before, but we haven't dug too deep. Are you are you happy to talk about me all day days? long? There's Actual- another, I, not to continuously mention Truett, who's in the corner, the bouncer. Um, there was one time we were all sitting in a flat getting merry pre-drinks and he played an old song of mine. I think it's when we had the American accent and he was just giggling away because I was so fucked up in my head and not not able to communicate like a human. I just punched him in the testicles because he played a song. I was like, fuck you. I'm so aggressive. I can't handle that. Just, but- a, just a reminder quickly that James Band was called Empathy with an F. Oh, Empathy. clever. Because I'm unable to say TH, like see if I say. <laughs> I love Jamie, it. I can't say, see, listen to this right, free. Yeah. Free. That's me saying the number and what happens when you, you get out of prison. I have no capacity to put my tongue on my teeth and say free. I am. Um, I, I had to go to a speech therapist to fix that. Seriously. I, I, I was like, oh, it's free. Free food. I can't do it now because it's been trained to be. But I was like three thirty, but it's three thirty, and like it took me ages to learn how to. Th- th- so you like the Kiwi version of the film My Fair Lady? No, uh, My King's Speech, which also, by the way, how fucking My King's boring. Speech. Uh, the King's Speech. Never seen. There's a movie that's got oh, Colin yeah, Firth and he's like yeah, shaky yeah. and shit. I'm with you now, yeah. uh, James. If we were to give you a random subject. Could you freestyle about it? Probably not now. Do you know what? Genuinely, see, about three days ago, I was just walking through the office or town or something. I was walking through the office because I thought, I'm going to flip the mic up and do this. And I, I walked from the toilet to the studio and I maybe dropped about eight bars of freestyle that I thought, these are fucking amazing freestyles, which made me think that I'm better when I'm just walking around. And if you put me in front of a mic or in front of something that I can write on, I think too much. But... In real life scenarios, I'll just walk up and I'll observe or I'll think and I'll absorb and I'll drop out. Because I, I generally still think I'm, a, I'm an amazing lyricist. Do you freestyle about kind of life? Because genuinely, mean, yeah. you and I send each other vo- uh, WhatsApp voice messages a lot and at no point do either of us freestyle about life. <laughs> we make ridiculous lyrics to popular songs. So yeah. do you actually- but there was, that, there was that one point when we, we were doing lyrics about a certain someone. I don't know if you remember. No. Uh, who is right, it? Right, 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 and and then you, you, you sent me one back and went, yeah, I can't even better that one. <laughs> I, I don't think I would ever no. say that because I win these But it's on my it's on my goal list this year to write an EP about my experiences. I genuinely still think I've got it in me to lyrically and musically put together something that people go, fuck, that's decent. I, I um... I'm a, a a white man from New Zealand. I play rugby and I surf, so that's who I am. But I reckon I could beat you in a freestyle battle. I'm oh, challenging Jesus you. <laughs> oh shit! That but that's me. all you're doing is you're trying to fucking be macho, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be macho. No, I, I think no, I'm going to beat you. I'm not no. competitive, mate. That's one thing I'm not. I don't if you're afraid to take me on in a freestyle battle, just say you're afraid. Absolutely, I'm if, afraid if, to if take you, think you on this, in a battle of <laughs> idiocy. The superior lyricist. It's just like, I, like I'm ready to go straight off the. 
top of my dome. Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm not going to lie. He's got me kind of intrigued at the yeah. moment. At the moment, he's got way more dome than me. Give me a few years and I'll catch up. <laughs> oh, it's like an you just been see, buried, boy. That didn't count because he didn't rap. And also, there's no beat. Like You need someone laying that beat. Robin's um, going to lay the beat. Oh, yeah. Genuinely, I don't, either, I don't battle rap, mate. And... Robin's only discovered the internet recently, so she's still trying to figure out what battle rapping is. Robin, do you want to? No idea. Do you want to battle rap? Um, no. Danny? Danny? Nah, absolutely not, mate. All right, then, my pre-written my pre-written things that I thought would be awesome, just uh, throw them in the bin then, I guess. But I don't feel like we've touched the surface properly on you not discovering the internet. (laughs) What do you want to know? Like, how the fuck did you not know the internet was massive? Well, no, I know it's big. I know it's big. It just, there seems to be so many things that people knew about that I didn't know about, like, if that makes sense. Like like, like chat roulette and sh- shit like that. Should we throw some websites at you and you just tell us or okay. describe yeah, them, basically? It. Well, like, even, right, I know this sounds really ridiculous. Right. U-Pom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, I'm not. I thought I'm that not, was coming I'm from Shane, kidding. but I knew it was coming. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I didn't really think that porn was a thing until really recently. But when did you? When did you figure out? Or when did you really realize that YouTube was a big thing? When I was mm, 2011, maybe. Fuck. Yeah. That's a wee bit behind the. Mm-hmm. But you were on Bebo. I was on Bebo. Are you? You're on Facebook and shit like that. Yeah. I just. What are the other social medias that then? Are you on Twitter? I have it. I don't use it. See, I'm the, I think I'm the only one. I think one. it automatically shares a lot of my pictures from Instagram. Oh, man, our mate, Chris Eats, who you know, does that. Yeah. And he tweets I, out about his Instagram and it gets fuck all. And I'm like, platform, you need to know what platforms are for you. And tweeting out about, and I'm not saying that's for you, but like tweeting out about food on Twitter, it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Twitter's I, basically just a fucking environment where you just need to go, oh, I battered my dad last night, ha 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 ha, brilliant, it, retweet. Twitter's my thing, it's my social media platform, it's the only one that I generally enjoy. I don't post on Facebook ever, I very, very rarely post on Instagram, but Twitter's funny, mm-hmm. and people can, it's quite funny because people make the comparison that Instagram's for kind of beautiful people, whereas Twitter's for ugly people who think they're quite funny, and they all compete to try and be kind of funny. You're beautiful there, bro. Thanks very mm-hmm. much, mate. It's a lie, but thank you very much. But And then Facebook's almost become for older people. Yeah, and my mum's pretty, like, pretty hard out on Facebook that, at the moment. Eh? Kids think that Facebook is uncool. That's like the social media for, for old people who kind of go, look, my cat is alive. Fuck off, cats. <laughs> no, dissing cats. Your mate, cat's shit. It's your cat is fuck, shit. Mate, I've taken two videos of my cat today. Your cat is morbidly obese and it's mm, unhealthy it's not, and you should do something not. about it. It's not it. even a good looking cat, eh? Like, I like oh, cats. Cats are fun whoa, for videos whoa, and whoa, stuff. Whoa, but, like, whoa. James, you know those cats when sometimes you just look at a cat and you go, no one likes that cat. That's an ugly cat. That's what James's cat looks so like. You guys are just trying to be hopeful because you love me and you're. Well, I'm on Twitter. Arrive. Twitter's toxic, so that's where I learn this toxicity from. But it serves a purpose and it gives you kind of, you know the news before the news is broken when you're on Twitter and you learn about maybe gigs that were never going to be, or small gigs and I like Twitter, it's nice. It's 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 good if you have half a sentence that's funny. If you've got something yeah. in your head that's half a sentence but it's it's funny enough, that's what Twitter is. Twitter's like, watch me be witty and half a sentence. See, when I done stand-up, which I haven't done for a few years now, but when I done it, it was kind of all about testing jokes almost. 
So you would put out a line would come into your head and you think, oh, that's quite funny. I'll try it on Twitter. And if it even got so much as, I don't know, three or four likes, that was enough to suggest it's good. that works. Robin touched on it when she talks about bubbles and stuff like that. I learned a massive lesson with Twitter in 2014 with the Scottish Independence Referendum in the sense that I thought that it was a given. Like, I thought it was fucking home and dry. We'd done it. But that was because what I followed on Twitter was all pro-independence things. And you've not got the other side of the, the coin whatsoever. It's not balanced, is it? And you, so now you kind of almost go out your way to think, well, I do I need to look for the other side of the coin? But why should I look for the other side of the coin when I despise the other side of the coin? But that's, yeah, you'll understand this more than me, but that's why I kind of get annoyed about the internet because it's so curated now and like everything you look at is everything that is then pushed upon you. So it's all cookies and all sorts of nonsense that I don't understand. But like everything that you look at is then everything that you're exposed to and it turns into advertisements and this and it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram and everyone starts to see the same things but you see the you see different things to other people but then if you start to look at the same things that's what you are then exposed to and that's your belief of the internet. I was, this is going to sound really random, right? But I was watching the Adam Sandler film Click today. Nice. Have you seen it? I'm so sorry. Is that shit? Is everything okay? It's on, I've seen it before. I actually like Why? it. It's, it's no on Netflix one likes now. that fucking movie. Right. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. But Why, the, I'm sorry. Before you go into that, why are you watching any Adam Sandler film beyond the Waterboy? Yeah, or Happy Gilmore. Those, those yeah, yeah, that's that's little Nicky was okay. No, this is now a thing. You no, watch I've, Adam Sandler let's films. Come back to it. You're that let's guy. come back to it, right? Um, You're the guy. Fuck you. So the point that I was going to make is anyone that's watched the film Click, right? The guy, he fast forwards through his life at certain points and then the remote control. And I think this was pre-internet, right? The remote control remembers his preferences, so it'll fast forward through certain aspects of his life, and that's exactly what the internet is. They just box you into this little area, and they'll go, "Oh, you like this, and you like this." And it's when you go through a YouTube wormhole or you go through a Facebook wormhole, you'd really need to actively try and seek to get out of that to expand your preferences. And it, if you're going through like a shit time or you're going through an amazing time, you're just like, overexposed to the exact same stuff, so it'll narrow your mind. And that is fucking mental to me, genuinely. Well, there's the thing about like uh, targeted advertisement. And so, for example, I promoted this podcast on my Twitter this week and I get the most random promoted tweet pop up and it was about, I can't remember whether it was a voiceover person, but it was all targeted around podcasting and advertising because I've obviously tweeted about it. And there was a thing in the news about Alexa this week in the Google Home devices. Yeah. And there's people employed to listen in and they're making sure that they've claimed that it's so that people can understand or make sure that it's working, which I believe is true because there's not enough human beings in the world to listen to every single conversation in the world when it comes to privacy. But if I was, for example, to go talk in my house about toilet paper, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the next day I get an email from Amazon saying, we get a special offer on toilet paper today because that's how these things work. And but that, our lives aren't interesting enough that there's another human being listening, but these things are programmed to pick up on shit like that. They pick up on buzzwords and it, it makes people lose their shit. It's like, of course they do. Like when you download an app, right, and you click all those, yeah, accept whatever, it wants permission to this, cool, have it, have my whole life. You're literally assigning your life away to an app. So when you download, you know, 
I don't know, something that weirdly turns something into gifts for you, you're giving them access to your like your contact list, your personal details, your Facebook profile, your you know, maybe your Twitter or your Instagram. You're just going, by the way, have all the personal data you need. Go on, gift-making website. Why not? Yeah, but that's not your fucking life. Your life is me, you're talking right now, the physical presence. That's your digital life, which people are placing way more fucking importance on. It's their that, brand. That's you, like, you're on Insta. See, if you walked away from everything digitally tomorrow, right, you would still be you, you'd still be Shane. You might feel a bit empty because you're not connected digitally to all your friends or whatever, but you could still pick up the phone, talk to your mum, talk to whoever. You're signing your life away digitally, but you could genuinely live non-digitally tomorrow I, if I'm, you wanted I made, everyone just is so fucking consumed by this space I it's made, mental I made a, an effort probably maybe probably two years ago now to stop relying on it so like I'll talk to my parents who live in New Zealand over the internet and stuff but like you could take my phone away from me and I quite often don't have my phone for like two or three days because I just kind of went I like the things I like Instagram I like YouTube is my biggest one I love YouTube it doesn't help me in life. It doesn't make me more me or me. You know, if uh, if I could contact all my mates, I'd probably do that. Like, I've got my mate Sam, who's happy Danny. He's the same as Danny, but he's way happier. Uh, sorry, Danny, but you're a sad man. Um, so this he's happy... Nice, uh, he he rings me. He rings me twice a week just to go, bro, you all right? You are good? Like, especially when I had my knee, he was like just ringing me to have a chat. And I was like, I fucking love that. I oh. love the fact that we've kind of gone, it's the hardest way to get in touch with each other. And you are actively getting t- in touch with me and just going, mate, I'm joining the gym. What do you, what are your thoughts on this? Or, and it was just actual having real life chat. The, there was a good news story, like not a good news story this week. There was a very interesting news story this week. And it's a question that if you, I don't know, we've all looked up porn and all that in our lives. Have you ever had the pop-up where it's kind of like, right, okay, this is the police, you need to pay this fine, and if you don't, we'll fucking do you for looking at porn. Oh, you pay it straight away, obviously. Uh, well, I paid it. The guy, <laughs> Did you actually? The guy that <laughs> not actually for Bitcoin. I've not got Bitcoin. The thing is, but the guy that, there was a guy convicted, and he was convicted, he wasn't sentenced this week, but... That was his thing. It was it was a thing convicted called, for not paying. It was a thing called ransomware, and he was the guy that created the pop up. So that if you look up a, a specific, not a specific bit of porn, but you look up porn, this pop up activates, and it will say, "This is the FBI, or this is the Metropolitan Police. You owe us X amount of money, or we're going to fucking do Genial. you." Have you ever had it? Oh, I've had it come up here before, yeah, and yeah. you just ignore it, or you control out, delete, and. Like close the thing down. I've had that text to me. But that guy, <laughs> I'm not saying that this was one guy, but the guy that was kind of behind this whole thing got convicted and done this week. And they reckon that he's made, it was, was it, I'm going to say off the top of my head, four million possibly. And that was all they'd found so far. Wow. There's, they reckon there's so much more than that. The fuck is buying them. Because people stuff. panic and go, fuck, like I'm going to pay this £100. And it's not a simple case of, you click X because if you click X, a pop up comes up. Yeah. And then you close the pop up and another pop up comes up. So there's so many naive people out there online that they do fall for these kind of things. Well, I've said it before, right? And I've not got massive strength of character when it comes to certain things. But see if my penis was on the internet and I was playing it, right? I fucking masturbating, basically, right? I wouldn't care because I'm just one of like, what, fucking billions now. And if anyone says anything to me, I just walk in and go, you never had a wank before, mate. Yeah, I, it's just unfortunate that I'm I'm on the internet now. 
I don't know if that works as a, a defence in a court of law. Like, no, <laughs> but I don't even had a wank, Mister. No, what I'm judge. saying is, I'm saying if that was true and he had that and he was going to push it out there, I'd be like, don't care, mate, don't care. But do you think that has become a shame culture? So, like, for me, I almost think that we need to kind of deter away from the fact that we we know everyone looks at it, we know everyone has looked at it, everyone has done it, everyone has done something. Are we shamed of it? And that's why people are paying money to corporations like this because, or people like this. I like that, how you call them a corporation. corporation. <laughs> He's a fucking corporation. Hate it. Um, but on, like, people are, are buying into folks, sh- like, to other people's shame. Yeah. And it's like, it sh- you shouldn't be shameful of human desire. There's, there's yeah, that's a very all good it is. Episode of Black Matter that kind of centers mm-hmm. around this. And yes. you'll know the one that's that I'm talking about. Dark. But it's- there's a twist at the end of that. But the problem that comes from that episode is that that is now a routine spam email. Yes. Is that you get an email saying, I am such and such. I've got this video. You owe me X amount. And if you don't pay it by this date, I'm going to send it to all your friends and family. So it has an impact on people now because that's ultimately we are kind of naive and we see that and we panic and all right, okay, maybe 90% of us can look at it and have a laugh at it and see it for what it is. But it's a really, really dangerous thing. The thing is they don't really aim at the younger people. Like you're saying though, they aim at like my dad's generation and people that have... It's just a scattergun approach. It's just here's a thousand emails. Let's hope for the best. Exactly. Like I've said the story heaps before, but like so one of my mates sold my dad a tablet once and he saved Pornhub as the the main browser or the homepage. So dad was like trying to Google how to buy a microwave on Pornhub and we looked into that in the past. But dad was asking me when he was showing me, he's like... Should I should I reply to this email? And I was like, Dad, that's that's a virus. And he's like, Oh. And he's like, What about this thing? I was like, No, that's an ad. And he's like, Oh, he doesn't know. And the way they do it is they just throw it out to so many people of this certain demographic that are more likely to be the less confident on the internet, and they're more likely to have a bit of coin behind them as well. Like, if you genuinely sent my dad an email going, by the way, we've seen you masturbating in front of your thing. Not saying that he has, but he would probably shit himself and go, Oh my god. He's going to send that to all my friends, like you know. He's going to send that to my my, my, my old workmates, all that kind of stuff. So that's they don't aim for us. They aim for people that are, are not as confident on the internet, you know. So what we should all do, anyone that's listening to this, masturbate, masturbate, now. get it on the internet, do it now, and just say it's you and say this is completely normal. <laughs> Can you make some sexy noises? <laughs> Mm. Scottish sexy noises are not sexy noises. Well, so. this, is, this is something, and I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> You've been wanting me to bring this I up for a long time. I love this chat. Go this on. Is, this is pilot episode <laughs> chat. And it's good you're here, Robin. Answer it or don't. <laughs> Do you. I'll ask the guys this, and I'll ask you it from a different perspective, right? I'll ask them first. Do you make noise during sex? <laughs> right? Love do it. you find it weird if a guy doesn't make noise during sex or if he does is it normal to me I'll let Shane answer it I, first use answer first and then I have a lot to say about this to me I am weary of too many like I I get a wee bit self-conscious about that when you're having sex eh? it's not like do I make too many noises am I being weirdly grunting you know what I mean like it's different and I'm going to be a bit crass here if you're getting head then yes, go nuts on the noises. Show some but enthusiasm. Are you? Are you? This is guys' thoughts, right? See until maybe the last 15 seconds. Is it real noises or are you just going, yes, I'm getting head, I'm getting head, but it's not pleasure until the guy 
comes really, it's, is it? It's showing enthusiasm and it's kind of going, because the person down there is doing a very selfless thing for you and it's going, you know what, I appreciate that. So I'm going to make this noise I normally wouldn't make just to let you know that I appreciate this and I love you for doing it. But, but, it's, but not, you know, it's not a pleasure noise, is uh, it? I don't know if I make pleasure noises. Like sometimes, I don't know, like during sex, I try and just keep my noises to a certain decibel and it will be like, they'll be, they won't, they'll, be, they'll exist. But it will be breathing level, so I might be like, oh. mm, <laughs> mm. that one sounded yeah. creepy, eh? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I won't make that noise. But, but it's not natural. Girls, I don't know if it's um, if it's more instinctual for girls to make noise or not. I've, you know, most girls I've been with have made noises at the detriment of sex. You know what I mean? Like we're in a room where we don't want to make a lot of noise. There might be people next door, but there's still noises being made. I don't have to. Noises don't take control of me. I will choose to potentially make a noise if I do. But, like, you know, we're not. My version of an orgasm is different to a girl's version of an orgasm, which seems fucking amazing. A guy's version of an orgasm is. Yeah, that was good. And then dropping. And then snoring. (laughs) Woman's perspective. First question. First question. Uh Just. Do you want a guy to make a noise? I'm really not bothered. Right. Is it weird? Right. So, like, to me, I'd rather, like, not too much communication, but like some form of like acknowledgement that it's good. Like it's, a, a and word it's going document. the right way. See if that. See that if does that, not have to be an uh and an ah. Uh. Like it doesn't does have it to have be. To be <laughs> like, do it not. doesn't have to be verbal. Will you take physical cues? Absolutely. Like a, like a high yeah. five. Right. High five. Absolutely. <laughs> high five, mate. That's great. Love it. Um, like anything physical is fine. Absolutely right. fine. Yeah. Noises aside then. What's the weirdest thing you've encountered whilst doing some form of intimate action? If you're comfortable answering. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, James, if you're polite. Um, if can... Oh, God. Like, I've, like, dated a lot of vanilla men. I've actually been given more feedback than I've ever given feedback. <laughs> who, the f- <laughs> who the fuck's comfortable giving feedback? Yeah, Is it like yeah, written feedback? Yeah, notes. We had notes. <laughs> um, no, I've I've like told people stuff before, and like I'm very open sexually, so like I don't care talking about it. But like, um, I've like sat and spoke with someone and be like, I'd rather you like did this and whatever, and um, they've always just been like, oh, like is it not good enough? And I'm like, no, that's, that's not why I'm telling you. This well, that's is just, the thing. This guy, is what I guys like. Will, guys will feel attacked if, mm. rather than having that open and communication. That's the problem with having that open conversation. This is why this is fascinating for me because I love it. Like, I love all this shit because I'm just like, oh, so nice to like speak about these things with guys and just realise that like, they worry about it because a lot of guys I've dated and like, had sex with or whatever have always had issues about being open around that subject whereas it's because guys have been told for years yeah dick's not big enough we're put, yeah, on, a bit, we're put on a pedestal that we're course. expected to be this isn't just a guy thing but everyone's putting a pedestal that are expected to be this fucking behemoth and i'd done a stand-up routine and it was a true thing about where i get dumped during foreplay once can we please do not delve on it? <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. If you can access my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Daniel Watson if you want to hear the story of it, but it involved a lot of visuals as well. Mm. But yeah, it kind of dies. I don't know. But then again, the girls are in the exact same place, isn't it? Because there's, especially during foreplay, because the friction of the, 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 the actual act of sex, <laughs> not friction, right? Sorry. <laughs> the actual act of sex is fairly straightforward, right? Yeah. And it can be quite vanilla, it can be amazing. But foreplay is probably the area where guys and girls feel like you're just getting fucking patted down in any <sighs> given way that they've read on the internet. So, yes. 
in a way. So, like, obviously, like, the act of sex is not for a woman necessarily the place where you're going to get the most pleasure. Because the clitoris. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you said yeah, like yeah. such a man Fucking right now. Because the clitoris. The clitoris. Am I right though? You are right. <laughs> well done. It's, it's a wishbone shaped <laughs> sort of like stimulus. Yeah. Anyway, so like it's very hard for girls to get off on penetrative sex. It does happen and it can happen and it has happened, but it's not the easiest way for most women. So foreplay is essential, but I think that's where like I've struggled in the past with like guys giving me feedback on like, oh, like you've not made enough noise when I've done this. And like they've done like two minutes of jabbing their fingers somewhere and (laughs) they think they've done a good job. And I'm like, oh, like I didn't feel anything. It didn't feel good. And it was not. Don't jab your fingers, guys. (laughs) Like don't just stick it up there. Like it's not doing anything. Like it genuinely. Right. So wait, I'm just going to write this down. Don't just stick it up there. Okay. But like girls have become accustomed to just kind of letting that happen because they're like well that's what every guy does that, that i think that's important isn't it yeah. to to know and that's probably how you were conditioned as well going poke and then stick it in yeah you have to be open yeah, that. Poke poke, in. stick it in and that's not how but that's how you thought you're works. like fucking hero brilliant did it amazing and it's types. so different because like you can't you can get off on it but like it's breaking that barrier of introducing different things in that situation as well so like not being scared of introducing toys and whatever into that situation and knowing that it's not emasculating a guy do you know what i mean no, I, I I understand that. Well, no, no, because I, no, I think it's important you listen to this podcast because you get a window into a guy's mind, and we need the window into a girl's mind mm-hmm. as well from it, that perspective. I the people the thing is people everyone's into different things. Like I used to have a a, a girl that I was seeing that was into being like tied up and stuff, mm-hmm. and the, my problem was, and I'll, I'll run you past this. You tell me if you think this is that bad because it's caused some drama, basically. In the act of sometimes doing some, some intimate times, we had a big walk-in wardrobe and we had some handcuffs that were like proper, proper handcuffs. So um, I handcuffed her to the inside the walk-in wardrobe and okay. it, for some reason I had to go out of the room. I can't remember She what. asked you to go out the room? Nah, it was just something that was like, oh, I'll just do that quickly. And it was like, okay, I'll still be here tied up. Uh, the problem is the flatmate at the time was watching a movie mm-hmm. and I was in a towel and I kind of went, oh, shit. It's their new one, and I, I stopped and I watched it. And you it's stopped. In, and it's Sorry, hold on a minute. You stopped and you just left her there. Well, no, this is how where, long for. This is where it got a wee bit uh, dramatic or a bit explosive. So basically, I, I, I came back after the movie because my flatmate's like, "Where's you know what's her name?" And I, uh, he said her name, but I'm not going to say it. But and I was like, "Oh fuck, I had forgotten." You were clearly having the best time <laughs> I went back to the room and I honestly could not let her out of the cupboard for about half an hour until she calmed down. Because <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 are you going to hit me if I let you off now? 
And she gave me a look like, yes. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't, I can't let you off until I feel safe with this situation. No, story no. You would get convicted for, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, mean, no. It was consensually being tied up. I just forgot just, to come back in a timely manner. Just like with your brother. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't for days or anything. It was just like maybe two hours. Your face. I have, yeah, I have no answer for that. Like, you have to. I really hope that she never saw you again. So, we're writing down that is a good thing to do. Okay, and yeah, tie up for multiple hours. Sh- unless she had told, like, unless she had specifically told you to leave the room and, and watch the movie. And forget about me. Just leave me here. Like, I get that. Like, I get that. Like, if she'd been like, is that the thing? Are leave people want to here, leave me like, here for two just, hours. Just leave me here and forget about me and I then, like, the thing. come what, back what and was then. The film? But then she clearly didn't do that and you just buggered <laughs> off and watched some sort of fucking film for two hours and then came back. <laughs> Here's the fundamental difference between boys mm. and girls, I think. What was yeah. the film? I can't even remember. I hope I th- it was a bloody good film. Uh, it was probably decent. It was a movie I'd wanted to see. I think it was a horror. I don't know. It was one of those ones I went, oh, I really wanted to see this, but I didn't get a chance to see it at the movies. It was That's out. horrendous. Well, I, I, okay, I can get into things, yeah, but that's no, not no, one I can get into. Well, until you've been locked up in a cupboard for two hours, I think. Yes, let's not judge me. I mean, was she naked? Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> Unless that was like sexually driven and like you'd had a plan. No, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm uh, not into it. And fluid, you know. Fluid <laughs> yeah. in the bedroom. You know, I can't make plans for when I'm making love. No, I'm, I'm just going to... I'm just going to go and watch a movie just, for two hours. Sometimes I'll be making love. Sometimes I'm watching horror movies. I don't know. Shane, you messaged me something the other day, and I think you messaged, meant to message the group, and All it right. was, when does a dog become a stray? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So a wee bit of a background story. I've just bought a house, and I say that because I'm quite proud of that. It's like a big adult moment. But woo! the ha- woo, thank you. Um, the other house owner in the house uh, room. Uh, and basically, it overlooks it, it overlooks a park, right? And this park's a really big dog walking park. And we don't have a dog. I've wanted a dog for years. No, and there's sometimes off. I know this is <laughs> you sometimes see a dog, right? That's far enough away from its owners to kind of go. That's a stray. The prob- the thing is, and, and Robin, you're a dog owner, so maybe you can help out on this. By giving your dog a walk in that park and <laughs> leaving a 25 foot away from Shane. See, if a dog owner is not even looking the right way, I would take that dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When does a dog Absolutely. become a stray? Absolutely. Yeah, so like. You don't see a dog owner within like five breaths, it's mine. Exactly, because I look at these dogs and go, I haven't seen an owner for about five minutes. There's a dog just there and it's cute and it wants to sniff me. I could get that home in about two minutes and that dog's then mine. But when does a dog, like, if you're a dog owner, how long do you, say your dog goes missing, and this might be a bit heavy, but when your dog goes, how long do you look for it until you just go, ah. It just feels like you try to justify, <laughs> can I steal dogs? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> can I? But no, there's so many dogs and like shelters right now. <laughs> go yeah, go, go get a shelter hey, dog. <laughs> Do you want to come with me? Not a dog that's got an owner that's feeding it. Go to fucking like the SSPCA or the Dogs Trust and say, hey, mate. I'm not can saying I have a I'm going to steal a dog. I'm saying if you have a dog and it goes missing, how long do you look for it? Well, you look for it until it's found or not. <laughs> you're not going to give up and go, well, I'm never finding Fluffy. It's not yeah. taken, though. Like, you don't have, you're not going to look for that dog that aggressively. Like, I think if if I found a dog that was... Well, it depends if it's microchipped, though. Oh, shit. That's a that's game a changer. Thing. Doesn't know the internet, but it's all over fucking technology. Yeah, all over animals. What does that mean, though? What, is a, what does a microchip mean? So that, like, you can trace where the animal is, yeah. They yeah, GPS they, them? Yeah, they can GPS them. No, 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 no. The microchip doesn't GPS them. Microchip 
as details. I don't know the internet. No, it's my. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you just it. fell back so, on that. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> GPS would be a tracker on a dog or a cat or whatever. The people um, have an app for it, you know. Microchip is the details of the owner. Yeah. So if we were to find. Oh, so yes, aha! Uh-huh. I know where this is going. So if if it it turns up in like a shelter or like a vet or something, this has happened it. to my dog yeah. before because he likes to run away. Um, they can scan it and they, they wonder he's like fucking need to find somebody we're in on there <laughs> this, is, this is no dog porn my, dog, at all. my <laughs> dog loves me okay this might be my cynical mind but see when you are like, out and about and you walk past a lamp post and there's that loving <laughs> 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 this Sorry, already do you, do you on it? <laughs> no 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 I didn't know I've marked my territory and all that but when you walk past a lamp post and there's a missing pet sign on the lamp post it's your first thought to look at that and go it's dead Oh, mm. oh wow! I know, and I'm no. saying I'm saying that it's my cynical mind, but it'll be like my cat's been missing for X amount of times, and you're going, it's probably been run over. See, I'm 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 way more dark with this, and it might expose. Thank you, because you're about to bail dark. me out of this. Already. <laughs> <laughs> I expose a little part of my personality here. I only think that when it comes to people. You know, Ooh. when you see those missing posters, and yeah, I'm, oh, they, and, it's like, and I'm just like, absolutely mm, going they're dead, <laughs> mate, they're dead, and I appreciate the fact that you're looking for them, but they're not coming back. Same with the pets. Can I say something no. that I've never told, I've never said out loud? Have you ever found a pet? Please I'm, I'm surprised. Bail James and I out at this moment. I've, I've, I've never said this out there, and I'm a wee You've bit... killed a human and a pet. No, uh, basically right, so I used to be a competitive runner, right, and I used to run a lot around town, and around streets and shit like that, and I'd always do this thing where if I saw a cat, I'd run on the outside, so I'd block it from the road, because I thought that was the right thing to do. One day, I was... Um, Wait, fuck off. If you killed a cat... No, I didn't kill it. I did, wait, wait, wait. I, so I was running, right? And I did the same thing. It ha- happened thousands of times. Ran past it. This cat shat the bed and ran in front of me and got hit by three cars. <gasps> and it flew... <laughs> You killed that cat. <laughs> well, did I though? Because I you ran. Did. I made Killed a purpose. I, I honestly Killed made it. an effort to run on the outside, and it honestly haunts me sometimes. But I don't know. Is that my fault, James? You don't answer because you've got a cat. You're too involved in this. Like uh, I, I did, and I honestly, genuinely, and I tried to. I I went and grabbed the cat and tried to find a, like a, an ownership tag or, or anything that says Fluffy lives here. But yeah, it, is, it, it was honestly like. It, it seems bad, but it did like multiple flips. Got hit by another. Like it was, it was fucking horrible. Life. It's like I'm. I as much as it might come as a surprise to people, I'm an animal lover. Like I had loads of pets in my childhood. I want nothing more than. Where's that? I just. <laughs> Where are those noises coming from? <laughs> Try that again. It happens all um, the time. <laughs> but no, I was like, an, I'm an animal lover. I grew up with loads of pets. I want nothing more than a fucking boxer puppy that's what I want I thought you said a box of puppies no, and I, was like, I would love a box of puppies but I <laughs> want dog ever. nothing more than a boxer puppy now but I've seen a lot of animals sort of die on me through childhood and even like adult life Whoa. and one of which was like my cat what three years ago Shay poor Shay got hit yeah, the car yeah this is a horrible but hilarious story this is before I had <laughs> I a cat I wasn't actually going to tell that story, but don't need to tell. That nah, story. don't tell the story because I think we've already talked about cat death enough. Well, I broke the news to my third flatmate by emoji. <laughs> <laughs> what emojis? Hold on, what ones? Was it the was it the spoon take one a, and the the take eggplant? A take a guess. Well, the cat one, obviously. Cat when it was a car and car and yes. then a coffin. 
The explosion? <laughs> the Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cunt. You can't tell people That's why. That's terrible. Hey, hey, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a cunt, but you killed a cat. Uh, you didn't you kill literally the, killed a cat. I did not kill the cat. You I, fucking threw a I cat went, in front uh, of three cars. <laughs> I went out of my way to stop that cat feeling any, but, like, frightenedness or any angst. Anxiety to try and turn this into anxiety is a word. I just said it and like weirdly put it into two parts. To try and turn this into a serious point. Sorry, to try and turn this into a serious point. Humor is like a a perfect escape for the reality that is fucking death. And by yeah, yeah, truth because you 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 wrote my eulogy more or less. When when, I almost killed myself. I had your eulogy written. Yeah, I had the opening joke was a fucking nailer. And that sounds horrendous. Can you tell us the true. opening joke? Nah, because it might still happen. <laughs> oh, right. It might Stop. still happen. No, 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 no. Don't do it. You've got a cancelled, mate. So it's now a redundant joke. Yeah. And um, no, but I had I use humour as an escape. That is my thing. There's a term for it, and I've been told what it is, but I can't remember what it is now. But people who use humour as like a, an escape from everything that's dark in life. But do we not all do that? I, in would, a way? I would say so, yeah. Mm. I think so. And so by doing that, it was I was upset about that cat dying. But <laughs> you use humour as like yeah. a mask to try and cloud over. So you try and shock others. Whereas deep down you're probably quite upset. Yeah. And the conversation that followed that, I had two housemates at the time, one of which was my sister. And the conversation that followed that for the next six or seven days was fucking deplorable. It was a, appalling, but it was like one-upmanship as to who can out-dark oh. each other. What was the cat's name? Shay. That's really close there to was, my name. The cat get hit by a car. I know a dog called Shay. It was a cool cat, Personally, and his pal was yeah. called Fidel, and it all worked out. They were like little revolutionary <laughs> fucking cats. <laughs> but to be, fair, to be fair, historically speaking, Shay did die not long after Fidel liberated Cuba. Well, yeah. True. He went to Bolivia and... Fidel's, oh, 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 oh. Fidel's still alive and kicking. He'll go to an old age, I'm sure. Was it no Bolivia? Shea Guevara died in Bolivia, yeah. Yeah, he got shot and his watch but got taken. I used Is that I, what happened to your cat? No, the cat, <laughs> the cat just got hit by a random car. But Which, was, met, what, was I running past it at the time? Because Metaphorically, is the same. I uh, the, We get a chap at the door at six o'clock in the morning and I knew as soon as I kind of you register that something's not right. And I looked at my phone and I seen the time and I said, right, either the cat's dead or the house has been broken into. It's one or the other. And the cat was dead. So we walked around. It was me and my flatmate at the time or my housemate at the time. My sister, who also lived with us down south working, and went round, lo and behold, the cat's dead. And this <laughs> this car stopped. And this couple, young couple, got out of the car as we were looking at this cat's dead body and going, yeah, that's our dead cat. And a woman got out and went, oh my God, is it dead? And we kind of looked at each other and laughed and I turned around and went, I think he might just be having a nap. I'm not sure. <laughs> and at that point, again, it's like using humour to mask it. We're, we're, we are genuinely upset that this cat is dead because it's our pet. And we picked it up and we rolled, we put it in a bag for life. And we, <laughs> Sorry. We then complained about the, the context of bag for life because we're putting a dead thing in what is a bag for life. Loads of jokes followed. I sent a, my sister a string of emojis and she sussed out from the emojis oh. that the cat was dead and she was in a come down at the time <laughs> so it, it, made, it was like a whole thing so it was sad oh, but you use down. you use humour to kind of 
balance it. And that's not just pets, that's humans as well. <laughs> I, humans I are don't know thing. if we can top that with anything else in this episode. So. <laughs> that was Drunk Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast, go listen to some of the other ones. The old you would have. If you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.